Hey friends, this is Bobby Shanks, author of the soon to be released book, Undateable. So tonight it's uh, me and the, ooh, I gotta think up something really snappy and fun to say about you. <laughs> Dude, I gotta tell you, you know what I'm gonna say about you? I have never seen a man in my life that grows a beard as fast as you do. Really? Like that, a week ago you were shaved. That's weird to me. That does not sound like, I feel like it, that's weird. I wouldn't have thought that at all. I, I would have thought that this was like a slow grower. Really? Yeah. I'm impressed, dude. High five. The, the problem I have though is that I have no idea how to maintain it. Yeah. So once it gets to a certain length, it's just let it go. Shave man. or no, I just can't do that. Go. I can't do that. Let it go. Let it go. Well, I was going to do something really dramatic, but I forgot the rest of That's the okay. words. I mean, I'm not a teenage girl yeah. or an elementary girl. Okay, hey, before we get going, I want to share a story. Cool? Mm -hmm. So listen to this. Is this in frame? Okay, cool. Last week, I went on a date. Yeah, this is it was a good one. It was a good day. Actually, it was a great day. This is a first time story I've ever. This is a first time story. Like I can't like. Okay, let me just tell the story. I met this girl on a dating app. She doesn't know anything about me. She doesn't know my last name. She doesn't know my social media. She doesn't know what I do. She doesn't know my phone number. Nothing. She brings me this on a first date. What is it? Um, Rowan's Creek. The, oh, by the way, this girl's from Kentucky. This is, this is basically where she's from. And uh, Rowan's C Creek Straight Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey from Bardstown, Kentucky, which is, cheers, what we're drinking tonight, or what I'm drinking anyways. Yeah. And she brings it to me as a gift. You don't know what I've gotten this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll find out. So, like, I'm not a gift guy. That's not my love language at all. Like, not, in fact, it's out of the five love languages, it's number five. Yeah. It's at the rock bottom. But because it was so, une this is a first date. Yeah, that's unexpected. Oh. That's it's honestly, it's like, that is downright How a, cool is that? that is a, um, coin toss it, that could have gone two different ways. Like you could have been creeped out by that. And you could have also been hmm. what you are now, which is you're like, holy crap, this is amazing. This is the greatest thing. That's it ever. was pretty amazing. It's either that was a hundred percent, like hit the nail on the head or that was absolutely going it to, was 110 percent. it was going to fail yeah or the other way yeah like, there's no two ways about it yeah uh totally agree 100 percent. how was so, it where, where was the date how was it it was uh well i don't want to give away details because that's intellectual property and i'm weird about ip um but it was a great date it was great definitely a do-over very cool. So, um, instead of requested or rejected, we're going to do a couple. <laughs> we're just going to get a couple. What? No requested or rejected? Well. I reject that there's no requested or rejected. We can, we can do a couple. No, let's do. Let, let's Dude, let's kick it up. These are kind of a let's fun do something fresh. get to know you question. So, the first question oh. is. Okay. If you could be sponsored by one brand or company. In the world, now this is not a hundred million dollar Nike contract, so you're not like you're not making any money off of this. Yeah, but you have to rep their brand for the rest of your life, so you got to wear their apparel, or you have to <laughs> you have to drive. If it's a car company, you have to drive their car. Right, yeah, I'm I'm listening. Okay, um, but you here. Look at the eagle on the back. Hold on. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. 
All right. So, you like you can, but you don't get. You're not getting paid to to represent them in any. No, way. I got gotcha. you. So, okay. I'm. I, Daddy's not getting paid. So what is your? Um. Number one would be First Form and Supplement Superstores. Very cool. Which is a St. Louis-based company. Yeah. Uh, Another podcast out there. Who, uh, yeah. Andy the Andy Frazilla. Yep. And, um, and here's why. Every single time I go into Supplement Superstore, it is the most magnificent, amazing, perfect, over-the-top, extra-mile customer service experience that I have on any retail level ever at a minimum over the last decade of my life. And it blows my mind because I, like, I have one supplement superstore that I always go into. Mm -hmm. um, they match pricing with Amazon. And that's if their price isn't already the best. Mm -hmm. But if I go to a different store like Brentwood or Fenton that I haven't been to in a while, I don't know how they do it. It's like, it's, it's gotta be like facial recognition or something. They know me. Like I'll walk in the store and they'll be like, Bobby, you're looking jacked, you know? And then they like pump you up. I'm like, how in the hell? I haven't seen you in Wait, two years. How do you know my name? Yeah, that is kind of cool. It's Every like, time. You might be wearing uh, your real estate logo. Nope. Maybe that nope. pops up or something. I, don't wear, I actually don't wear my real estate stuff to the gym. And I always go to supplement after the gym. Very interesting. Isn't that weird? Yeah. What about you? What would you rep? <sighs> totally curious. So... I'm between a couple that I can really like, yeah. You know, go for. One of them's Under Armour. I love Under Armour. Yep. Um, I just love their clothes. I love the way they fit. Um, and it's pretty much what I wear ninety percent of my life, anyways. So mm -hmm. if I could just go on there and get a few things for free every so often, that would be fun. Yep. Um, now. It really wouldn't matter that much to me, but it would just like it, it would increase my profit margin. But Canon cameras, we shoot yeah. on, we shoot all of our stuff on Canon cameras. So if all this gear was essentially free, or, or like a B and H photo or something like that, that would kind of uh, just make my uh, whole you know profit margin increase quite substantially because I wouldn't have to go and buy whatever I oh yeah dude dude you got a serious investment in equipment yeah it's i mean it like it's, every six months i notice you're like leveling up it's well amazing. i'm kind of i've kind of hit a peak though I've, i i feel like not 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 a peak uh but i've hit a valley that's going or a uh right your plateau yeah, I'm plateau yeah that's the right word so the next I've plateaued yeah. quite substantially and it's probably not going to be a very long plateau um, I really don't like, I'm at the point now where I don't need anything more mm -hmm. and everything works pretty flawlessly. So I yeah. don't necessarily need to invest in anything, but if I could go back to the start and be, you know, uh, sponsored by Canon and, or, uh, a photo and video company that would give me all this stuff that would have completely changed the game for me before, or before I announce what, cause so I create a new segment for us. Okay. So, and. We might yeah, we got a whole new setup tonight. Yeah. I hope people are digging this. Like this is Ian like and I doing kind of a one-on-one -on -one here. So, um, this this like general thing, we're gonna call it first date questions. So we're gonna Ooh. ask each other questions okay. Okay. that you would ask someone else on a first date. So the audience, <laughs> they're gonna get to know us a little bit, but at the okay. same time, they're going to. Uh, get a I list of first one. date questions that, or questions that they can ask on a first date themselves. All right. I actually have a funny story about something that happened on a first date recently. That's very interesting. Yeah. 
Are, are you going to say it or are we going to? No, we're, I'm, I'll wait. Okay. Um, and to the incredible, young, wonderful redhead who got me this exquisite bottle of Rowan's Creek. Cheers. Thank you. Awesome. So um, what is your go-to drink at the bar? On a first date? Okay. Uh, I guess we'll answer one for, like, it's a wedding. So you're there, there with a plus one. Yeah. And then the other one is first date. Okay. So uh, great question. And I'm one of those people that I definitely have a go-to drink, duh. But when I'm in a networking event, a social event, a charity event, first date, second date, third date, it can vary. Uh, so I'm very drink appropriate for whatever the venue is. And at least in St. Louis, a very appropriate uh, is a beer. Uh, I fancy lagers. Uh, I do like a thick lager personally, like a shock top. If it's 100 degrees outside, I like a light lager, like a Bud Light, good old Anheuser-Busch right here in town, uh, or a Golden Light. Uh, in the wintertime, uh, I like Sam Adams winter lager, uh, 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 Sam Adams, um, their pumpkin. And I also like Blue Moon. I'm really going too far here, but, and then last I like, um, everybody's favorite winter, uh, dark beer. Um, and I'm drawing a blank here because I don't know, maybe I'm on camera. The, uh, uh, Irish Dublin. So it's beer essentially. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a beer. Gotcha. But, uh, now if I'm on a first date and, uh, the lady orders a cocktail, I might order one. Um, I, I will probably get a Maker's 46, typically. Um, I also like Old Forster. Hmm. Otherwise, so, it's just a beer. I haven't been on a first date in eight years. So, But my answer is, if I were going on a first date, it would be I would not order anything alcohol-wise. Oh. That's just not my thing. Um, but you know my drink, whiskey sour. <gasps> yeah. I... I Honestly, I had it at a wedding one day, and I'm like, okay, this is something I can actually tolerate and not, like, uh, I'm not a big drinker in general. Like, I don't enjoy the act of drinking. Like, it doesn't do anything for me Mm -hmm. beyond, like, I might as well be drinking water. It's the same. Sensation. Yeah, it creates the exact same feeling in my body. The drinking, the alcohol, none of it actually... Uh, is any different so I'm just drink water anyways because it's way better for you I will drink water while I'm you know having supper or appetizers or a drink yeah yeah um but if I'm gonna go to a wedding I'm gonna order one of those or probably just drink water on to your favorite segment requested or requested or rejected all righty so Hey, by the way, real quick. Yeah. Speaking of rejected. <laughs> I can't believe I'm actually going to say this. Um, I was rejected for a date. So you offered to take someone on a date and they said no? Correct. Hmm. When's the la- when was the last time before that that you were... Uh, rejected never first time for everything I it was polite and there was a reason it was justifiable um, but yeah this was the first time that I was rejected for more of a reason than I'm sorry I can't go out with you go out with you because I'm in a relationship like there was a reason kind of sucked 
Hey, I'm not going to go into it. Um, well, so how many but, people in your life have you rejected who have asked you on a date? A few. So let me just ask in general, what is the difference in feel like, how do you feel when you reject someone else versus how you terrible you be rejected? Do I you hate, feel the- I'd hate rejecting people cause I'm a yes man. I want to make people happy. I'm a pleaser. Like, I know that's weird coming from like a, you know, a dude like me, mm-hmm. but I, I like happiness. I like to bring happiness. I like to make people happy and yeah, I'm a pleaser. So when I, uh, you see, I even hate using the word rejection, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, I've rejected and so, I hate it. So you hate both sides of it. It's mm-hmm. not, that's, that's interesting. But I definitely was humbled. I think, okay, real quick. I think you guys should comment. Like, how do you feel? Like, do you, do you, do you feel? People should comment because, on this. Because yeah. some people, like, they feel good about themselves rejecting someone else. They're like, oh, I'm too. I'm no, too, I like, don't. You know, like. Not it, me. It kind mm-hmm. of, it feeds their ego or it makes them. It doesn't feed my ego. You know, so. All right, so. I don't need, dude, when I'm on a dating app and I'm swiping left on somebody, even that kind of makes me feel, ooh, because that's a human. Mm-hmm. Like that's a real person and I, and they won't know who I am, mm-hmm. um, but it still feels icky. Okay. So. So yeah, requested or rejected. Let's do this. So. Good one. Tacky dating for the date. So for example, <laughs> or sorry, Ooh, I tack, love this one. Tacky dressing for the date. Oh, I love this one. So for I example, love it. I'm going to use the example. Let's say you say, Hey, I, I want to take you to a baseball game and they go out and they get a glove and they have like, they get little eye black with the team's name on it. Yeah. And yep, yep, yep. they, they get a brand new hat. You can tell they've never had in their life. Right. Cause it's still got the, the silver sticker, sticker right it. here. Yeah. And then a t-shirt and <laughs> like hologram, like, like they go on uh, Instagram and they're like, Oh, what do you wear to whatever? Right, like right, right. I would, you know, for example, like if I was invited to a basketball game, I'm not going to go buy an NBA Jersey to go to the basketball game. I'm going to show up in a t-shirt like I normally would dress. Right, right. Yeah. So tacky dressing for a date. Yeah. Requested or rejected. <laughs> or I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to give another scenario. Cause that's yeah, like, give me that's another a, scenario. So, Cause I've got one I'm okay, working on here. You're going to a winery and someone, uh, dresses and, or maybe brings their own bottle opener or they, um, or you're going to, uh, a top golf and they bring their full bag of clubs and then, you know, they, they have like the full attire on and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, they're not in date attire. They're like dressing for whatever. Now there's active ones. Like, uh, one of my favorite dates that I'm still trying to set up. I want to do a rock climbing date. Ooh, nice. Um, do that. Absolutely. I've been trying to set this up for years, but, um, uh, anyways, but like, of course you're going to want to dress in like athletic clothes or what, sure, you know? Yeah. Um, but we're talking like, you can tell it's tacky and cheesy and you can tell it's kind of, I just side line. note, I think rock climbing is an exceptional, exceptional date night. Oh yeah. There's a for for people who. Uh, who are dating other people who are more in the fitness category. Yes. You know, to, so sort of a clarifier. Okay, there. go ahead. Request or, or reject. Totally uh, requested. I would be a rejected. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, tacky? Yeah. Rejected. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've had, um, oh, I almost said. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I'm going to say it. I have had many experiences of going on uh, a date, usually first dates, mm-hmm. where the person that I was meeting for the date was 
not correctly attired for the location or forum. Mm-hmm. Disaster. I could give one specific example, but I'm going to hold it because it's actually in my book. Um, I'm a rejected because I hate when people try too hard. Or you can tell mm. that they're trying too hard. Um, because it just... I don't mind that. It, see, it, I don't it, mind someone who tries too hard. I, yeah, I do. It, it gives me a, a weak... Like, because I, I see the other side. I see your side where it's just like, they're really trying on this date. Like they're really like, but I, I'm in the cat, I'm in the category that says nobody cares that much. So it, it feels like overkill to me. Okay. So here's the deal from my perspective. Okay. I have so many open parentheses, too many close parentheses, <laughs> I'm going to nerd out here, experiences of going on dates with women who frankly didn't try enough. And here's the thing, like I, I like a super down to earth mm-hmm. girl, like I'm, I live in the Midwest, like I'm, I'm pretty easy. You know, a little little makeup, a little hairspray, you know, easy. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not looking for a Barbie. Yeah. Um, but my gosh, I've been on some, <laughs> it's, it's actually, I, I would actually say it's common. So to, for me to go on a date with a girl who actually um, tries too hard, would be refreshing, quite frankly. Whether it's with her hair, nails, makeup, uh, vocabulary, her uh, clothes, like that would be amazing, quite frankly. So, let's let's like that's a request. Let's actually give kind of some constructive feedback to women. So, if you're going on a date with someone like me, what I mean by too uh, much is, for example. Um, I, I'm a very understated human being. So like, mm-hmm. I, like, yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm not, a sh- I don't show off. Like, I'm not going to, like, I, my, um, you know, positive things in life are like, they're very understated. Like, I'm not going to, like, for example, I just got engaged. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell anyone like, it, like that I just saw, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm until they asked. That is true about you. I, I will not walk. I, it's not like I, it doesn't, that doesn't do anything. You're not a trumpet. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a drummer in the back and I set the pace. I'm right. Like, you know, that is totally you. I, but and, and the piece doesn't, the pace doesn't change, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, whether I'm, you know, on the top of a mountain or I'm in the lowest valley, I attempt to squish that and keep, you know, I, I don't let my highs get too high and my lows get too low. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going on a date with someone like me who you can kind of tell is more in the understated uh, category, I think you should dress, obviously, to the date. So if we're doing something athletic, obviously wear something more that's going to be comfortable for that. Um, but don't make it seem like you went out and got it today. So that does that make sense? It does. And I've done it. So like I've actually done that. So I'm like I'm not the type that like if, one time I've if done you that. don't already have a baseball T-shirt to go to the the game with me or whatever, don't go and buy one. Just wear the color of the team, but in a shirt you already have. Mm-hmm. You know that's the type of thing. Like just just be your to. To me, that's like, oh, you're just being authentic. Like, I wasn't a fan of this team. I wasn't, um, you know, I wasn't watching the games before this. Like, I'm literally just going because you invited me. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you have to act like a fan. You have to act like, you know, whatever. Like, just tell me, like, yeah, I'm not a big 
baseball person, but I'd love to go. I think it sounds fun. We can have a great conversation. Like that's cool. That's, that's more down to earth and cool to me. Mm -hmm. Like don't show up like, you know, got the foam finger and, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, cause the foam I, finger. you know, cause you know what I mean? Like, does yeah, that make yeah. sense? No, I totally get it. So, and then you give advice for someone dating, going on a date with someone like you. Oh, how, how should they dress? Yeah. Uh, happy. So happy to give that advice. <sighs> um, Nah. <clears throat> All right, so I will do my best here. Um, I, okay, so here's the deal. I grew up in the country. Mm -hmm. And in the country, you deal with women at least where I'm from, with extremes. So a woman by day can be uh, a laborer. Like a woman can be a carpenter. She can be, uh, she can rake cement, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, she can be a school teacher uh, or what, or doctor, whatever. Um, but by and large, these are, these are country girls. And during the day, they are not hair, nails, and makeup. They're mm -hmm. ponytails, no makeup, and chipped fingernails. Yeah. And they drive trucks. Yeah. Okay. But also, so excited to say this, where I'm from, by night, these same women show up in you know plaid shirts like this with you know tied up in front and they've got pigtails and curls and bright red lipstick and their nails are painted and it it could be a barn swing mm -hmm. you've probably never even heard the term barn swing have nope. you <laughs> no. all right so if you're watching this uh google barn swing okay it could be a barn swing party uh, with live music or a DJ. Um, it could be uh, a gravel road party. Um, so where I'm from and, and what I grew up with, which I, I know I don't get much of around here in, in the metropolitan area, women go from a completely different persona from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Single, single, gotcha. single women. So to answer your question, a gal to me that wears uh, a sundress on a Sunday, uh, wears shorts. Uh, you know, and I'm not saying shorts that, you know, go up their butt. Okay, thank you. Yep. Um, but, you know, shorts that uh, show that they're, they've got healthy, a healthy physique. And a nice shirt, whether it's a, a tank, uh, a cami, uh, um, a plaid, a cutoff, whatever. That's, that's what I like. Hair, nails, red lipstick. Very I'm a guy. Girl shows up on a date with me with red lipstick on, like Wonder Woman red lipstick. I'm done. Hmm. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the turkey's cooked. All righty. One last requested or rejected. All right. Dating someone you're not totally attracted to. <gasps> requested or rejected. I can answer real quick. Rejected. And, and we're talking about physical attraction. You know, you're not physically 100% yeah. attracted to them. Yeah. But you really enjoy their company. To me, that's a friend. Mm -hmm. Not a... So men and women, and I actually... 
feel like a broken record. I don't, I don't talk about this topic in my first book, but it's in my second book. Um, men and women are different on this topic. Men are a reject. Women are a, mm, let's see, which is basically like a properly rated. Yeah. But dating someone for the purposes of a long-term relationship, LTR. Yeah. For women is an accepted and for men on the average is a rejected. Now for me personally, I am an accepted short term because sometimes I just need to date somebody who can see me. Yeah. Okay. And I also know enough about me that long-term I eat, I consume with my eyeballs. So here's my reasoning behind this. So essentially I agree with you. So here's my reasoning. I don't do lying. I could not consider someone like I couldn't say you are the most beautiful person in the entire world to me. I could not say that to someone's face without actually meaning it. Yeah. I think most men would say that. And I, I, I obviously, think most men would agree. I obviously put a ring on it. And I true, like when I say that to her, like I like 1 million, like I like, there's absolutely nothing in me that says that I'm lying. Yep. Like totally. I truly I get it, think man. she's the most beautiful person in the entire world. So that's why I'm a rejected is because I couldn't like, I couldn't sit there and lie to myself. I, yeah. I couldn't lie to them or whatever. That mm -hmm. that's just not me. I, I have to be truthful on that. Oh, such a good topic. Alrighty. We've got one. Yeah. Let's keep it rocking. Man. This is, this is the rest of the podcast. We're going to talk about this. We're actually going to take a few. Um, we talked, we talked about it a little earlier potentially i'm i don't know if we actually really mentioned it but uh matthew mcconaughey's book green lights green lights um red flags yellow flags yeah okay. red you know uh green flags similar to i love it i love it I similar love it. to traffic lights you know yeah. the same concept but in dating, we, you kind of refer to like, oh, that's a red flag or that's a that's a yellow flag. I got goosebumps on so, my arm, man. Let's do so this. So we're going to talk about this. Um, and hopefully, I think the idea behind this is let's give some people like something to take away from this yeah. to really understand the difference between the three. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Go for it. Okay. So... <laughs> um, you know, I'm one of those people where when I finish something, to me, finished is like 80%. Mm -hmm. It's done. Not 100%, 80%. It's done. And after I reach the 80%, I'm on to the next thing. And I'm just going to trust and hope and genuinely pray and have faith that the people that depend upon me and that I depend upon are going to help me get that last 20%. People like you, man, you know, mm -hmm. just people that I, like I need. Um, I had already started my second book months ago. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even done with my first. But in my second book, I talk about red light, green light, yellow light, or red flag 
Yeah. Which is most commonly yep. referred Sorry. to. Sorry. I know Matthew McConaughey is listening to our podcast right now. But Oh, I know. We're not ripping. Hey, Matthew, what's up? Yeah, we're not, we're not ripping you off. But Let's get high. We're, 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 <laughs> we're going we're gonna to use the term red flag, yellow flag, and yeah, green flag. Yeah, red flag. Okay, so a green flag, or as Matthew says in his book, um, by the way, I've got a I've got a history with Matthew McConaughey that's never come out before, mm-hmm. um, because he did something um, fifteen years ago that impacted my life fifteen years ago that nobody knows about, hmm. and I'm not going to go into it now. But I I've kind of got this a little affinity thing with Matthew McConaughey where I've I've followed him, gotcha. And now he's published his first book. It's magnificent. Um, no offense to your book, but in my opinion, book of the year, it is book of the year. No, it's book of the year. No one can top it. I'm sorry. Nobody. Oprah needs to, (laughs) Oh, you know what? Do you know who interviewed him recently? No. Rachel Hollis. Oh, very cool. And it was great. Go Google Rachel Hollis, comma, Matthew McConaughey. It was magnificent. All right, so let's move on. Book two. So book one is called Undateable. Mm -hmm. Book two so far is called Dateable. And I deal with green flags, yellow flags, red flags. Mm -hmm. And green flags are kind of speak for themselves. You know, I'm in love. He loves me. I love him. You know, we have this beautiful uh, monogamous relationship, right? Just good, good, healthy stuff. Mm-hmm. Red flags, which people are most familiar with, are things that are noted early in a relationship, typically. Um, alcoholism, drug addiction, narcissism, codependency, um, so these are all of your uh, BPDs uh, from the DSM manuals, if you're following all of that stuff, which a lot of you are, c- according to my instant messages. Um, but it, it could be other things, too. Laziness. You know one of the number one red flags that I hear from women is laziness? Yeah. Yeah. Number one. Uh, Women like one a, of the number one, top three. For women sure. like a hardworking man. Well, and but, that's our design. Yeah. It's our purpose. Well, and not even just laziness. Maybe lack of desire, or yeah. like, or uh, they don't have a a. Um, help me out here. They don't have a. Uh, they're not taking the initiative. They're initiative. Not, yeah, they're not. Uh, they don't. Hey. They're not inspired to do anything or something like that. So in in book one. Um, I have a chapter called uh, X Men, mm-hmm. and it's a chapter written just for men. And the whole premise of the entire chapter is to talk to men about their God-given, since in my opinion, Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. genetic design. Number one. Take initiative. It's number one. Agreed. So, yellow flag. This is not something that people are used to hearing. This is the hard. This is the hard one to understand. This is the hard one. Yeah. Because this is this is the shades of gray. Mm-hmm. Yellow flag, right? Because yep. it's right in the middle. Yeah. So, yellow flag. Everybody knows what a green flag is. Everybody knows what a red flag is. But not everybody knows what a yellow flag is. And so in the second book, I introduced that idea of a yellow flag. And the thing about a yellow flag is it's that middle ground. It's, it's that moment in a relationship, situationship, whichever, where you're thinking to yourself, okay, what was that? Right? It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just something gray. It was something in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so I go through these series of yellow flags. They're non-gender specific 
to help people uh, see them, identify them. <laughs> I call it like the, it's the smell, right? You can smell it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when it occurs, you can go, oh, okay, that was a yellow flag. And once you identify the yellow flag, you can uh, basically be aware of it. You know, and I'm kind of an, I'm sort of nerdy when it comes to numbers and stuff. So I kind of have little tickers that I, right, keep little tickers in mm-hmm. my metaphorical, right, white paper in my head. So give us one example. Oh, I knew you were going to ask What that. a yellow flag is. <sighs> okay. Just one example. One example. So someone can go, okay, I, I kind of understand that, but yeah. I, need, I need a little more. Yeah, so let me give you one example. Oh. <laughs> and here's the deal. I hate, I hate to pick on dudes. Yeah. I do. But I'm a dude. We can take it, right? Right. Well, we should be able to. We can pick on our own. Pick on our own. Our own kind. So men specifically... are more likely in the beginning of a relationship to exhibit extraordinary superpowers. And if anybody remembers from a previous episode from narcissism, it's called love bombing. So men come out of the gate hard, right? We're chiseled. We're uh, ready to go. Our engines are revved. But after about, and it's funny we because we talked about this earlier, 90 days. After about 90 days, you know, that facade, that initial, uh, those initial green lights, mm-hmm. those green flags, tend to... subside. And so if you notice a guy who, okay, here's a very subtle example, very subtle, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and this is, women aren't exempt from this either, but it's a dude thing primarily. So if you are on a first date, second date, third date, three months, whatever, And this guy has been extraordinary at something or several somethings. Let's say, for example, um, date planning. And the reason I say date planning, because it's something that I kind of pride myself on, is, you know, planning the date, executing the date. um, Right. I'm not one of those guys that says, well, what do you want to do tonight? But after about 90 days, if all of a sudden that starts to curve off, mm-hmm. that can become a yellow flag really That's quickly. That's a yellow flag. Or maybe they're a really good listener and they had a really freaking bad day and they can't, they can't sit there and listen to your crap for a day. That could be a yellow flag, in my opinion. Indeed. You know, it's one of those things where you can, that could be like the most attractive thing about this person to you. And then one day it, it, that, you know, their hundred percent attention drops down to 40% mm-hmm. and that could be a yellow flag. Yeah. So it is not in a man's genetic code on the average to be an empath. Which means if you have, oh, I'm going to feel a little dirty when I say this, but I have to say it because it's on the average, right? No absolutes here. On the average, it's true. A man who is a phenomenal listener. Like, so for the first 30 days, you're dating this guy. Let's say in the first 30 days, you're dating this guy for 10 hours. Mm -hmm. So that's two hours, right? Per week. Uh, plus a little extra. And you think as a woman that he is the greatest listener ever. 
Yeah, give it a minute. There's also some thing in here Just about give it a minute. expectations. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Okay, yeah, expectations. Go there. I'm just saying there. Sometimes you have to understand that people are human, and that true hu- human. So good days, bad yeah, days, days, really <laughs> days, really yeah. good days. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a ton of outside variables that you know they might have been you know they might have gotten promoted on your fir- the day of your first date and they didn't mention it. So they're obviously in this amazing mood, right. and then your second date rolls around and it's just another day at the job. You know, true that. So mm-hmm. anyways, go yep, ahead. Yep. So, have you know, quelling your expectations over time kind of will reduce the amount of yellow flags you're going to raise yeah. later on. So true. Quelling. You kind of have quelling to, your you, expectations. Have to, you have to put a damper mm-hmm. on it because I mean, no, 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 not, not tamper quelling. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wh- like that. What you have to, but you have to be reasonable. Yeah. You just be reasonable. Like, yeah. This guy is a great listener and knows everything about you and stuff like that. But at some point, the human in him is going to show up. True that. His life is going to impact him somehow. And if you have put him on such a pedestal that he can't live up to, Mm -hmm. then you're never in a million years going to uh, feel the same way about him later on. True that. Sorry. I didn't mean to no. throw you off. Spot on. Next one. Well, I, I want to jump right in here. <laughs> Are we going to talk about red flags? No, no, no. I, I can go all night on that. We're going to go straight to the uh, yes, or w- what are those lists? Uh, the things I, li- I like about you and then things I don't like about you. And then you compare the list. For example, pros and cons, pros and cons. List. Oh, sweet. Jesus. Why did that take? I have no idea why that took a second <laughs> for me. So this, this, I mean, these are literally, this is literally talking about pros and cons lists. Almost. Okay. So let's say you listed out all of the green flags for this person, all the yellow, and then all the red. And there's like, you know, seven yellow, six. Well, I can green. tell you right now. So I, I mean, are, is there value in that or not? And that's a that's a good requested oh, or rejected. It is a good. Uh, so I have to ask people. I have to ask people what they think. For me, if I'm to the point where, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. So I actually have so on my phone. I have here in my notes. I have places in here with at least two different relationships that I've had. Mm-hmm. See what that's dated? Yeah. Um, there's one more here. Okay, you see that? Hold on. Mm-hmm. See what that's dated right there? Mm-hmm. If you're to the point where you actually have to write down your pros and cons list, yeah, red flag. It's over. Yeah, it's at over. that point. Yeah, their their relationship has an expiration date. So, okay, that's that's the end, and that's where that that comes. I mean, I'm sorry, but, but but just like love languages, you know, you're filling up the 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 glass every time, you know, or whatever uh, that you uh, uh, do their love language or whatever. You're mm-hmm. you know you're filling them up. You're naturally, while you're dating someone, whether you like it or not, you are creating a pros and cons list. Agreed. Subconsciously, not directly, not um, not by choice. You're not actively doing it. There might be some crazy people out there that actively do it, and they maybe journal it or something when they go home. That's probably there's well, probably a few people out there. Journaling is different from. From creating a specific list, yeah. but yeah. But what I'm saying Agreed. is, you know, some people are going to actively do it, and, you know, whether that's weird or not, I don't know, but there's definitely a group of people out there that actively are participating in creating a pros and cons list as mm-hmm. they're going on dates. Um, Done it. However, um, I definitely think that you're naturally going to do that anyways, mm-hmm. and you know subconsciously. Subconscious. Mm-hmm. So... 
my question is, why, why do we do that? And then also, do we need to get out of that? Would we You're be, not going to get out of would it. We be, would, it's human nature. Would we be more successful without creating pros and cons lists and rather be more fluid no. in, in the way they do it? If you're at a point, right, so that's a line in the sand, right? People have a line in the sand. 50% of our marriages end in divorce. Divorce. That's because people have an ongoing pros and cons list, and at some point, as you said, we draw a line in the sand. So if we remove that, and by the way, let me just say I'm very pro-marriage. Yeah. It, my first marriage was almost two decades long, and she and I worked through it many, like, frankly, more times than we probably should have, but we did. Mm-hmm. But there is a point of no return. And um, you can't remove it. Okay. So here's. There is a place where the cons are going to outweigh the pros um, in an unhealthy relationship. And it's going to be time to punt. So here's my point that I was trying to get to. Because it it's honestly intrigues me. Um, so some people. Let's, call it, let's say we, we see a 10-year relationship, okay? Mm-hmm. Over time, there's going to be several red flags that people have written on their list subconsciously. Subconsciously. Some, some mm-hmm. of those red flags should have an expiration date. And what I mean by that is let's say yeah. there's a red flag. What fl- do you mean by that? So there's a red flag of, I don't know, throw one out, just give me one. That's a common red flag. Let me make sure I understand here. Okay. Hold on. Are you saying that, so here I hold in my hand, here's this red flag. Yep. And I've developed this red flag after one year. Mm -hmm. But I have to decide as an individual that it, that I'm willing that after a certain amount of time, X, okay, that I'm going to take this red flag and I'm going to let it go, and at that point in time, I accept it. No. What I'm saying is, is that... Because that I agree with. So what I'm saying... It, similarly, not, not exactly. So you don't have to decide. So let's say your red flag is uh, the way he acts around uh, his brother. So, okay, like, okay. okay, so in year one, that annoys the crap out of you. But maybe by year nine or ten, it's just how he acts around his brother. Mm-hmm. Everything else about him is great. I love him. He, he takes so there's care a point of, of acceptance. Yeah, there's a point of acceptance, and a lot of people don't let them go. They build up a red flag list that's, a mile yeah. long, but half of the red flags <laughs> happened in the first six months of them dating. Yeah. And by year 10, half of that crap has no relevance, but they still hang on they to, hang it. On There's to st- it. Resentment is the mothership of all, all divorces, relationship failure. Yeah. Business, personal, intimacy, uh, parents and children, resentment. It is the lowest common denominator. Mm-hmm. Resentment is the devil's magic sauce. So I mean that. It the is. cure for resentment is either understanding that the red flag that was ten, is 10 years old now. Yeah, at some point you got to let that shit go. So if you literally wrote it out, so, okay, when the red flag pops up, you like, okay, think of your, th- you're, you've been dating for three months. He takes you and uh, you go to, out to dinner at uh, Texas Roadhouse with his family. Okay. You go okay. Out, and so, like, Texas you're, you're meeting the family and then you see how uh, he interacts with his brother. 
and that just drives the crap out of you. That's a big red flag. You don't have to decide after you create that red flag that, oh, okay, you know what? In eight years, I'm that's an expir- There's an expir- expiration date on this red flag. Right. But when reflecting later on, when things feel sour in a relationship, you need to, you should be able to evaluate red flag here, 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 and here. You know what? I've actually grown to accept that, and that's okay. Right. They become yellow flags. They're no longer red flags. Mm-hmm. Or they've, you know what? Maybe I realize now that that's just how him and his brother grew up. So, you know what? Boys will be boys. You know what? That's okay. Uh, and now it becomes a green flag. But if you consistently just keep it in that category and you just let them build up and build up and build up, you're you're destined to failure uh to be your your relationship is destined for failure because you're not reevaluating the red flags over time agreed it's like a teeter totter mhm you know you can stack a uh 1 milligram weight if you remember from 8th grade science class on one end of the teeter-totter, the high end, mm-hmm. right? So up here. But if you keep stacking those one milligram weights, as you pointed out over 10 years, mm-hmm. it's gonna tip the other direction it's eventually. It's gonna tip. Now, if you go up to those weights and you're like, you know what, I can take this one off. Or, exactly. or they're is a 50 pound weight that's on the other end a green flag that i can put oh, over there and offset good it point such a good point. and my point is is yeah maybe it's annoying as crap how he let, let's say you hate how he is about his job like his, his job is overwhelming but guess what you love that um when he's done with his job he takes off his tie and he is like fully devoted to you I would those two offset each other. Agreed. Well, not only do they offset each other, I would argue happily debate. In fact, that a green flag of the same size as a red flag has four times the mass. Mm hmm. It should. That's a four to one. It should. And a lot of yeah. people, but a lot of people, when they do pros and cons list, they, they add them up at the end and they're like, oh, there's 14 pros and there's 17 cons. Yeah. Well, obviously this is done. But yeah, like, so they're counting rather than weighing. Yeah. Where, yes, mm-hmm. 10 out of those 14 pros might be the greatest things that's ever happened to you in your entire life. Mm-hmm. And those 17 cons are so small and insignificant Mm -hmm. that, you know, okay. So let me interject and speaking from experience, it's not about, it's not a just, it's not just about count versus mass. Mm -hmm. If you have, one green flag a month and it's dense it's heavy let's say it's five pounds right because we're doing all these metaphors tonight (laughs) apparently (laughs) when when is there not a we're nerding out here when is there not a metaphor i know so let's say that this green flag happens once a month and it's five pounds but there's quarter pound red flags every day Mm -hmm. it's kind of like do you want to be killed with a sword or do you want to be killed with a thousand needles or a thousand needles yeah it's true well well obviously the thousand needles hurts more yeah because it's slower yeah so my question moving on slightly why do we put so much weight on red flags and not enough on green flags 
as a human being? Why? So why do red I have flags? The to that. Why do red That's flags stick out like a th- sore thumb, and green flags are? Eh, might as well just keep going. No, nothing new to see here. So why are people constantly looking for red I, flags? I, I know the answer, and they don't even stop to recognize the green flags. Yeah, here's the reason why. I wish it was an easy answer. It's simple, but it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It depends on stage of life. So when you are younger, 20s, and you are full of vigor and life and passion and romance and the unknown and um, I don't know, just more pure, I think. It's easier to focus on and capitalize on, not just focus on mentally, but even capitalize on the green flag, the positive. Mm-hmm. But, ooh, I hate using the word but. And when you get older, so my age, 45, and you've got less tread on the tire, you've spent longer in the desert, you have belly crawled through the briar briar patch Mm -hmm. longer, you have more cynicism, more skepticism, more doubt, anger, resentment, and your, right? So think, think of it like a, like a ship, right, in the water. So, you know, younger in life, it leans more like this, right? Because no ship, you know, stays steady. It, it leans and, and, it, and it's right back and forth. So when you're younger, it's kind of, it kind of tips more like this. And as you get older and you have more like just life experiences, marriage, divorce, you know, multiple long-term relationships, friends with benefits, whatever, it, it kind of tips more like this. People understand what I'm saying. Um, so it just depends on the stage of life. I'm not even going to say age. Stage, not age, stage. My last question before we end, is that an excuse? <sighs> no. No. Okay. I hate you sometimes. So, no, no, no. So here's my, okay. Like, for example. Damn it. So, no, no, no. I don't want to answer that question. Well, my, so my, my idea is, is that like, for example, there's, you know, somebody um, gets an injury uh, in their Mm -hmm. athletic career. I see where you're going. And Mm -hmm. they, you say, well, I haven't. I haven't had time for, you know, I, I'm, I'm an athlete, so I eat all, all great, you know, I eat healthy all the time. And now, uh, this is my excuse now to eat whatever the heck I want because I, I can't work out anyways, you know? So. <laughs> like Charles Barkley. So. <laughs> the, it, the, the basketball. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's what I'm saying is, like, He's using an external thing in that, in your uh, example, it's age, it's relationships, it's history and stuff like that. In his example, it's his injury. Mm -hmm. Um, He's using that as the reason for um, his actions. Not an excuse.
Because I, I actually agree with you. I think I, I agree yeah. with you. It's not an excuse because yeah. over time you develop certain things. But mm-hmm. I think it's worth noting and answering the question because some people will find an excuse or a reason, or they will uh, they'll go searching for uh, their crutch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some people. They might have the crutch already, but sometimes you can choose to ignore it. Yeah. 100%. We're on the same page. And and we're not going to crack this egg tonight. We're just going to open the carton and look at it. This is called relationship purgatory. I'm sure that's in one of your books. Indeed. I think that's a good place to... Wrap call it, it up. Call it quits. <laughs> I love that we're on camera together. Boop. Awesome. All right. So there we go. Episodes over. Peace out.